You are now entering Nowhere, California. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to us on your favorite podcast sites like iTunes by searching Nowhere, California. A reminder, Nowhere, California podcast is our old feed, so please subscribe to Nowhere, California, our new feed. Also, you can get your Nowhere, California fix online by going to our official website, NowhereCalifornia.com and emailing us at nowhere underscore california at yahoo.com ideas from everywhere voices from nowhere since 2011 hi this is marilyn gigliotti and you're listening to nowhere california this is josh this is nick and welcome to nowhere california we've had a lot of credits in our life yeah a lot of things we could be called um father husband yeah father husband uh acquitted acquitted uh defendant uh ex Ex, uh, alcoholic. Asshole. Uh, what else? Um, public nuisance. I've heard that one yeah. a lot. Uh, we've been called rejects too. Yes, and now we can add a an official reject title yes. to our, our tagline. We are game show rejects. Yes! As uh, uh, me and Nick recently went out to, not really LA, it wasn't really the Hollywood area. It was more yeah, outskirts. It was kind of a, a an unusual place to find a studio. Yeah, because it was in a pretty seedy area, and it was like, wow, weird. Come to find out that there's a lot of studio stuff that's nestled in all of that stuff, but still, I was like, what the hell is this? Uh, we we went and auditioned for Celebrity Name Game. Yep, I shockingly enough got a call back from them. Right, because um, let's quick uh, story on that. Like, I'm not a sound sleeper. It takes a while for me to get to sleep, so sometimes I'll sit online and do stuff. Random stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Do stuff. Yeah. And one of them is... Is that what we're calling our hand today? (laughs) Yeah. His stuff. Yeah. Hey, big stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, I'll fill out different things online sometimes where I really won't give it a second thought. Right. One of the things I sometimes will do, will fill out game show contestant applications. Why not? Yeah, and I heard back from Celebrity Name Game the other night when I was having some fun talking to county and uh, creditors and uh, insurance companies that should remain nameless minus the insurance company, Explorer. Never go with Explorer if you're in Southern California. Yeah, well, uh, with all bitterness aside, yeah. we did get a nice... Uh, nice surprise with a call saying, hey, we want you. Yes, and so uh, with that being said, we got all gussied up. And trekked our asses down to the Los Angeles area. And uh, we got there to a, a pretty warm reception. Everything seemed pretty cool. Yeah, um, interesting people in line. We're, yeah, we're, we won't we feel give, pretty good about ourselves. We won't give too much of the process away because I don't want to offend anybody at those studios or yeah, we violate anything. We didn't sign anything, so it's this not a big deal. But, true. You know, they basically just, uh, you know, hurt us all in there. And then they go through a, a kind of a, a mass casting and, and talk to each person and things like that. And then make some decisions based on that. So, based on that, they took one look at us and went, you guys are fucking ridiculous. Get out of here. Yeah. So, but uh, compared to the, the group we were in, because they had us, like, have to impress the uh, casting people. Oh, yeah. Jesus, man. Half those people were comatose. Yeah, pretty much. And for me... I wasn't comatose. I was actually pretty no, good for he myself. Did, he did solid, folks. Yeah. He, he got out there and he, you know, uh, where he would normally get really nervous, he, he stayed very positive and upbeat and uh, smiled as, you know, as much as, as he much could. As much as I and, could. And, uh, you know, we went in there and we took a swing for the fences and apparently we missed. Well, we fouled. <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, I yeah. I think we hit an there umpire. You go. We fouled tips. So we still have the hopes of, of going back sometime. I put in again for us. So yeah, if, if I'll go ahead and throw us again in the mix so we can double dip. Yeah, absolutely. So, But it was interesting, too, how they kind of uh, 
told us to get out. They were like, we're going to read some names. Yeah. If we, we don't read your name, you're, you're done. Yeah, you follow her out and she'll escort you out of the building. You'll be uh, escorted off the property. Right. So, <laughs> it's like, what? Those people get all pissy or something? Well, and our <laughs> consolation prize was three hours of heavy, heavy traffic on the way home. Yeah. Which was Thank fun. you. <laughs> and this is how you know we're from California. Thank you for the 210 freeway. Uh, actually, it, that it, it moved a lot better than I thought it was. It was it was not as bumper to bumper as say the 101 or you know something like that. The 710 I think is Long Beach Freeway or anything like that. So it wasn't uh, it wasn't that bad. Uh, could have been a lot worse. It could have been a lot but, worse. But you know, good company. We got to commiserate, bitch and complain a little bit, and uh, you know, some bullshit. Topped and... it off with some Wendy's and then uh, kind of a quiet ride home after that. <laughs> Just. Yeah. Full and bitter and tired yes. and ready to go home and sleep. So so if anybody from the Celebrity Name Game uh, happens to be listening, uh, thank you for the experience. We yeah. look forward to maybe taking a swing at it again. Um, it was a cool experience. It, uh, you want to try it too? Like I said, it was interesting. I never thought I would hear a call back from them. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun with that. So, so you can add... Game show rejects oh, to our name. You know what, though? We did get to meet a few other nerds in line and yeah. hand out some cards. Uh, we'll so we accomplished something. <laughs> yeah, so if you're, the, if you're the person that was sitting behind us, if you were accepted, good for you. If you weren't, uh, let's be pissed together. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> But thank you, uh, thank you so much for the experience anyway, and uh, I look forward to trying it again. So we can officially refer to ourselves as rejects now. Uh, one man who does not have that title and steered clear of that. Yeah. <laughs> Is uh, somebody who just uh, joined us, just walked into the room here, which is uh, Phil. How you doing, man? Doing great. How are you doing? That was a long-ass pee break you took, uh, bro. I know, I know. Sorry about that. He's out of toilet paper, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Well, yeah, you, yeah uh, you, you might want to change your curtains. Urinary tract infection was a bitch. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, it's all over the place. Well, right? it's good to have you back, and I'm Cream glad, you're, glad you're, uh, your, your system's working out. Uh, well so the same here. Happy to be here, and I'm glad to be dry. <laughs> so I won't be going anywhere for a while, so yay. <laughs> uh, you're back on a really important subject. Oh, yeah? Yes. The theatrical release of The Merc with the Mouth. Oh yeah, the uh, degenerate regenerate. It, yeah, did I say that correctly? Yes, you did. Yeah, degenerate regenerate. I love that. Yeah, there's Deadpool. there's a lot of like yes. cover on this. Oh, Sorry, God. I was eating some fucking cheese over here. My oh, fat yeah. ass I needed kept to kept going up. because that's not that, that's not a fat ass thing. That's the healthiest goddamn snack in the world. That's right. Because uh, he was having uh, what was it? Grapes, carrots, and cheese. Yeah. That's right. That is actually a meal that a one of those like uh, you know those gentlemen in suits have. It's kind of like I have wine, I have cheese, you know, I have some grapes. You know, you say it like it was some sort of positive thing. I'm only eating that because I know it's going to make me fart like a man. <laughs> that's exactly what I was about to mention is the fact that. This and I plan on Dutch oven and Christina later on. <laughs> Woo! And <laughs> a lactose and So she won't hear this until. No. So I won't be on the next podcast. Uh, <laughs> so there's no warning about that cannon, huh, buddy? There'll <laughs> be in traction. Exactly. Yes. Okay. So. But speaking of traction, uh, Deadpool movie has been released. We've been waiting for this thing for over 10 years. Well, this, this movie, uh, if, if I remember what Ryan Reynolds had said correctly, this is the movie that he's been trying 11 years to make. Yeah. There we go. Um, it, which The fight was worth it. As a huge comic book fan, for me, there's only two roles that I've ever would have considered for Ryan Reynolds. Uh, one would have been the Flash in DC, mm-hmm. um, just because he's mouthy. Yeah. And he talks a lot of trash and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. the... The mouthy level has a limit. Yes. 
Um, whereas Deadpool, Deadpool has no limits. None. None whatsoever. No limits and at all. Ryan no, and Ryan Reynolds fucking killed this movie. It, but the, the key thing is also, too, with Ryan Reynolds and the role of Deadpool is he is a hard, hardcore Deadpool. Fan. Yes, absolutely. So there was no way we were going to get some slapdash, half-assed Deadpool. No, and you know we we've we've talked about this on we talked about this on uh, uh, Ectopod, mm-hmm. uh, our sister podcast, uh, Ectopod, um, about how you should handle revealing trailers and things like that. Uh, Deadpool was one of these ones that unabashedly just came kicking the fucking door. Well, we got Twelve Days of Deadpool. We uh, got all these build-ups. Everything to it. leading we, up to it. We had no, we several gotta... trailers <clears throat> prior to the Twelve Days of Deadpool. Shit, tons of information during the Twelve Days of Deadpool. We got uh, uh, the Super Bowl got cancer awareness. Yeah, <laughs> Super Bowl. Super Bowl Fifty got ass fucked by the Merc with a mouth. Yeah. I mean, like mm-hmm. they were everywhere. They took over uh, the bar down there. Yeah. Um, check out like Joe Blow. Check out basically every like mania major right. social media or entertainment site. They have some video from the Sister House of the Wayward Girls. Yeah, exactly. That was in San Francisco for Super Bowl for their press junket, which was amazing. This is one of these films that, um, you know, we could give you spoiler alerts on, but we don't really have to. Yeah. A lot of the stuff is really, you know, like revealed and released in the film, uh, the uh, the film's trailers. But it's doesn't ruin it. No, not at all. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. over publicizing the film. Didn't hurt it in any way, no. shape, or form. It if anything, it, it strengthened it. And, um, you know, I kind of... I had the feeling going into it we were going to see an amazing film just from the Red Band trailers that I had watched, you know, to make sure that they were right on the money. Oh, my God. I laughed from start to fucking finish. Well, there just there. the opening credits alone, just the... Directed by some asshat. Yeah, some asshat. Yeah. Produced by, or written, written yeah, by a couple of Starring the most beautiful man yeah. in the world. Yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> so, uh, uh, gratuitous cameo. Right. Gratuitous cameo, yeah. And, uh, but also, too, we got, uh, it was, uh, what was the opening song in the credits? Just call oh, me call Angel, Angel of the Morning. Juice Newton's Angel of the Morning, right? Juice Newton's yeah, Angel of the Morning. And that was the key, big key thing with this entire movie, too, was the soundtrack. Yes, and, and I <clears throat> will absolutely say, it's the best soundtrack they put together since Guardians of the Galaxy. Exactly. You had Wham. Wham. Yeah. Wham. You had Chicago's. You know. Mm-hmm. You're my inspiration. Oh God, um, I loved that one. As he's twiddling now, a knife in his hand. One of the things that I liked, again, catering to fanboys, was when the video game came out. Yeah. Um, Team Headkick came up with this song, Deadpool, mm-hmm. and they actually took bits of that song and incorporated it into the film yeah. where he's like should I just should I call myself Captain Deadpool and he's like no just fucking Deadpool just go with Deadpool just go with Deadpool mm-hmm. and that's in the song you know like yeah. Captain Deadpool and he's like no no just Deadpool just, 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 you know and I brought Colossus along and this thing so I mean I think they basically what I said was when I walked out of it this is the greatest adaptation of a comic book that I've ever seen right yeah. it was written specifically for fanboys it was written by fanboys right now um our director at VVC, yeah. Ed Heberlin, um, took to social media uh-huh. and immediately was like, I love this movie. It's fantastic. You know? And I said, okay, had you, did you know anything about Deadpool leading into it? And he said, no, I didn't know anything about it. And I said, well, that's, that's cool. That's I'm great. glad you liked it. That's great. On that they- note, there was a pause. All right. And then I get corrected. No, no, no. I didn't like it. I loved it. <laughs> Get well, right, shit. Yeah. I like so it. I mean, and Ed, Ed is a wonderful guy. He t- he'll take everything in. He'll look at everything. You know. Yeah. But he's he's very like if he doesn't like something, he'll tell you he doesn't. Oh, like exactly. It. He doesn't beat around the bush. He's very straight to the point. Mm-hmm. And um, 
and I was just shocked to read that you know he, somebody who had never read a Deadpool comic loved this movie so much. Yeah, and um, it was you know it was just really refreshing because a lot of people I think discredit Deadpool because mm-hmm. his origins are based off somewhat of revenge. Yes, um, in the sense you know that Rob Liefeld when he left. Uh, DC and Deathstroke the Terminator, who's Slade Wilson, comes over to Marvel, creates another yeah. mercenary killer named Wade Wilson, but makes him just this goofy smartass. Yeah. You know, along with the, um, N- uh, Nicisa, uh, you know, partner in crime in creating Deadpool. And they did get a good shout out during the movie. Yes, too. they did. A couple of them. Yeah. It was great. They created this character that wound up becoming one of the most beloved Marvel characters there is, mm-hmm. who breaks the fourth wall. For those of you who don't understand what that means, that means when you create a theater situation or a movie situation, you have three walls. Your left, your right, your back, and the screen itself is the fourth wall. You don't ever break that. In, in film or in theater, you don't turn and look at somebody and talk to them. In the comic books, he does this frequently, mm-hmm. where he looks you right in the face and he'll start talking to you, much to the chagrin of other characters. Mm-hmm. He's one of the few characters that knows he's a, a comic, comic book, book character. character. So he'll lean and go, yeah, you remember back in issue 128 when I fucking cut that guy's head off? <laughs> and Spider-Man will lean in and go, who the hell are you talking to? Who are you to? talking to? Goes, not talking and to he's you. like, talking to them? Them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> them. And we had a few of those. We did get and we oh, got a few of those. There was a lot of good like, It felt very corner. Deadpool during that entire I like well, what, with the, uh, uh, and I can't, you're going to oh. forgive me here, I can't remember her name, his, his blind roommate when, when they're a laundromat. Well, she, blind Al, I think. Blind Al. Al. Blind Al, yeah. yeah. And she turns, that's right, and Al turns and, and says something to us as well and he goes whoa a fourth, a fourth wall, wall being broke during a fourth wall that's, that's like, like 16, 16 walls, walls. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I thought that was great another fourth wall break that I really loved was at the end when it's about to hit the climax and everything he hits the, Xavier's house again yeah Sonic answers the door and basically leads to him going like Wow, it's only you two. It's almost like the studio can afford other characters. Other, yeah, yeah. I, oh, I thought that was great. <laughs> oh, yeah, I died. As soon as they said that, I was like, oh my god, that's perfect. It was so fucking funny. And I loved their Colossus was perfect. Uh-huh. And I was so excited when they announced Negasonic Teenage Warhead. I was like, oh my god, they're going, they're digging in. They're not like, you know, they're not going with some cheap fucking. Yeah, just some know. random like, oh, we're going Jubilee. Yeah, they didn't, they chose not to go with a, a lesser known, well, not so much a lesser known, but yeah, like Jubilee, like yeah, a sidekick type so thing. Like an easier name to right, go off. Right, right. But with, without that, without that name, Megasonic Teen, Teenage Warhead, we wouldn't have had Deadpool's wonderful reaction. Megasonic, what the what shit? The shit? That is the, almost, this is the greatest name ever. Right, you know, yeah. I mean, that's what makes it work so well. I think it's one of the reasons they And I'd almost say they probably wrote the character in for that line. I only have, I only have one complaint about this film. All right. I really wanted to see Gina Carano's tit. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> was, it, they, she's they so lured you right into it, though. <laughs> she's a wrestler, right? No, she's a uh, mixed martial artist. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's a mixed martial, yeah. a martial artist who got beat by Christiane Cyborg Santos, and I think she retired shortly thereafter. Yeah, yeah she's always However, Cyborg's, Cyborg's got a penis anyway. Yeah. She fucking mm-hmm. she does steroids, so fuck her. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Gina Carano's always been. Gina Carano's like straight across the board, and she's just hot and ass whooping, uh-huh. too. So mm-hmm. she was Ronda Rousey before Ronda Rousey. Yeah, kind of thing. Oh, yeah. just that, that scene, just her character of Angel Dust in the movie, just this imposing, oh, yeah. just badass, basically. And then, like you said, could have seen the tit. Angel Dust and Ajax and Francis. I, yeah, Francis. <laughs> oh, <laughs> What's yeah. my name? Oh, I'll spell it. I'll spell it. Who the fuck yeah. cares? Yeah. 
uh-huh. the movie, the, the whole thing straight through. How about when he's? Uh, how about when he's uh, attacking the? Oh, by the way, right. the subtle ways they worked in Marvel, uh, the other Marvel franchises oh, yeah. that aren't owned by Fox. Uh, they, they managed to work them in without really working them I in. I know. Uh, the helicarrier, but they never call it that. No. Nope. The helicarrier. And there's still people like, the supposedly saying online, like, no, it's not. And it's clearly fucking. It's a fucking helicarrier. It is. And if for those who are saying, no, it's not, shut the fuck up, yeah. you idiot. It yeah. was clearly meant to be a tongue-in-cheek Marvel joke. Uh-huh. Let it fucking be what it is and stop trying to kill it, you fuckface. Exactly. Anyway. Well, it's those people that are like, this isn't the right superhero movie. They should have warned us. It's called the R rating. Well, it's, it's just like <laughs> well, they're trying to get Wolverine to be R now. Well, no, okay, now if they we talked about this too. Oh, we did. If they go with well, he and I, he and I spoke about this. Yeah, if they go with old. old man Logan, yeah. which is what they're talking about, that is which is a very interesting book. concept because it involves the Hulk. I know. Um, so it's like, how are they going to work that in? There is possibilities considering how um, Universal... You know how they can't have the standalone Hulk movie? Uh-huh. Well, get this. Even if it's loaned to 20th Century Fox, it's not a standalone Hulk movie. That is very so true. So he could be loaned in... Uh, you know, kind of like the way Spider-Man, yeah, Sony, and, and yeah, cu- you know, custom with Disney Sony. and all that stuff. Right, so. yeah, right, right. But now, um, the the thing that I kind of led towards was mm-hmm. maybe we are actually this is because they announced Old Man Logan, and for comic book fans who know it, know that the Hulk's going to be in it, mm-hmm. and Hawkeye's in it. Yeah, there's a lot of people from the Disney Marvel universe, right, that which will is going to be very weird if they don't have them involved in it. It's going to be an entirely different story. Like where I can forgive certain aspects of Civil War. Oh yeah. Not being the truth, you know, um, because of, you know, the exclusion of mutants and shit tons of other, oh, of course. you know, uh, heroes yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. Fine. You know, the uh, okay. They're, they're going to do, yeah, they're going to do fantastic with it. I think they're going to do just fine with it. Old Man Logan would be unforgivable if they mm-hmm. missed the mark by not, you know, hitting it with, you know, certain, certain aspects. Um, so I wonder if this is. I wonder if this is their way of kind of quietly announcing that they've mm-hmm. come to some sort of agreement as well. That's very true. Because, look, Sony has a very lucrative deal. They keep all the rights to Spider-Man, okay? Disney and Marvel are going to help produce the next standalone Spider-Man film, mm-hmm. and they will keep all the profits from that, mm-hmm. but... Sony gets Sony their, their will, backdoor yeah, stuff. But Spider-Man will, or, uh, any, any use of Spider-Man in the uh, Marvel Universe... They will keep all the, the you know residuals, the, the residuals of that and whatnot. And back so, end points and yeah, and so they get to keep all. Everybody gets bullshit. to keep their money. Everybody gets a great promotion. Uh-huh. All of that stuff, and so it's a win-win deal for them. It would be stupid for Fox not to jump on that same kind of bandwagon and work out some kind of deal with them. And same thing with Disney. Like Disney will never do an R-rated superhero movie. It's a given. Well, see, but that's that's the beauty of it. That's and, the beauty. And if of they it. do the loan out thing, it's like it allows them to go. Yeah, we're yeah. not doing this, but you know these. Now that does intru- you know like introduce a very quirky aspect of it. Hulk and Hawkeye are huge parts of their Avengers teams. Mm-hmm. So, how do they feel about loaning these characters out? You know, well, um, it, well with the old man Logan storyline, it's years and years into. The, yeah, it's way, way, way into the future. So I the whole get Avenger storyline thing could be just a moot point because it's like. This is the end of the world time in Avengers. Like, right. I believe, if I remember correctly, Old Man Logan, Iron Man is pretty much dead, isn't he? If I remember correctly. 
Um, or he's just. I, I don't. It's been remember. a while since I picked that one up. I don't remember if he's dead or, or if he's just not involved. Yeah, I don't think he's it's involved. Just one thing. But there's also another. The, the, currently, there is a new series of Old Man Logan out right now, which I want to pick up because I noticed uh, Pastrami Nation did do a review on an issue. Recently. Well, yeah, and there's also um, there's also a a comic right now. What is it? The Astounding X Men. Yeah, I yeah, think it's, it's a brand new series, and it has old man Logan in. Like he's old, he's old as shit in this mm-hmm. one. Um, so I'm, I'm was looking at that today when I was at the comic store. Uh-huh. So I'm curious to kind of see how that's going to, uh, you know, play out. Unfold, yeah, you know, but old man Logan deserves an R rating. It, it fits. I mean, it's it's very bloody. It's very you know violent and stuff and like graphic, that. So, sexual yeah. and uh, yeah. So it 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 very much deserves an R rating. But that was a, that was. Kind of the thing that was thrown to James Gunn, you know, like his comments. Yes, his comments the after the fact. And a lot of people were worried that a lot of things were just going to be made rated R for the sake of being rated R. Yeah, that that was the main concern. But, as soon as yeah. Wolverine was announced rated R, everybody's like, James Gunn's correct, but it's like, no, find out what the story is. Exactly. So I mean, when we find out Superman <clears throat> Logan having rated R for that is fine. Deadpool rated R is fine. Punisher, Punisher. rated R is fine. Yeah. Millie the Model not rated R. No. Uh, How are the duck? Rated R. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, Iron uh, Man, Hulk. In, in, no, like there, the, there the, are the, comics. The canon of comic book movies that are out now right. don't call for an R rating. No, and there's, I mean, there's there are comics that do deserve an R rating. Yeah, you can't um, go, fucking Hulk smash. No. <laughs> you know, Deadpool, Deadpool, I'm sorry, not Deadpool, uh, Daredevil can get away with being PG-13, Yeah. Mm-hmm. but it's very violent. Because it involves Punisher and because it involves, you know, like Jessica Jones deserved to be rated R or, so, you know, like yeah. a TVMA yeah. sort of thing. Exactly. There's There are aspects of characters that do deserve to be rated R. And that's one of the things that I really enjoy the most about Marvel is because Marvel was the first to kind of break the comic book code right. in the sense that, you know, heroes can kill, heroes can swear. Here, you know, Heroes people can, can still issues. do. Yeah, they can. Ha- you can have issues. You know, as I've said in the past, one of my favorite characters ever written is Peter Parker. I love Spider Man. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, mm-hmm. but Peter Parker because he's such. You know, like he, he's an angsty he's, motherfucker. Well, I mean, at the beginning of it all, he's 15, 14, 15 years old, mm-hmm. donning a costume and going out to fight crime. Not just because he thinks it's cool, you know, or like, hey, this mm-hmm. is a cool thrill, but because he feels like it's his responsibility to do so. Yeah. And that's why he's so fucking revered in the Marvel Universe. And that's mm-hmm. why I think he's a very well written, well read, and very deep character. Mm-hmm. So, you know, totally but agree. yeah, they don't they don't need to start doing rated R movies for the sake of doing yeah. rated R. No. Let's not push for hard R on films are a hard no. PG-13 on films to try to get it around that R- yeah, R- it's R- just it's showing the issues in Hollywood that they go ooh this is making money so right. we need to beat it to death yeah and that's you know that's something that I don't think and that and that's another thing that needs to be done James so. Gunn pointed out too it's not the fact that it was R that made Deadpool such a success it was original Mm-hmm. Yes, it was original, and the character itself never is saw not a like that. Yeah, the, the the character itself is not a PG thirteen character. No, you can write him PG thirteen into a lot of the comics and things like that. Um, but if and, it's going to be a Deadpool solo movie, yeah, you, it's R exactly. It's R. Um, you know, we've seen him cross over into other realms. Shit, he's been on the animated Spider Man series mm-hmm. and things like that. Yes, they do. You can you can translate the craziness into PG-13 scenarios. Or kid-friendly. But when they're just scenarios. Mm -hmm. When you're going with the standalone character, he's a hard-drinking mercenary. Uh, You know, uh, he's... He has issues. I mean, like, one of the best scenes in the movie is when he and Vanessa are talking about... 
the issues in life. The issues that they have. Up, yeah, yeah. You, ever had, you ever had a cigarette put out on your skin? Is there another there place ways. to put it out? Way, yeah. yeah. Uh, you I've know, been like, at a crack house. You have a house. You have a house? Yeah, that's a dishwasher. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Also, too. You had a garbage disposal? Or, yeah, or, uh, yeah, you dishwasher. had a dishwasher? Also, too, in the scene where he's Wade, mm-hmm. when we see him when he's doing his mercenary stuff and he's going after the stalker kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It shows a little bit of his. Uh, it's three dimensions because he mm-hmm. go. He's doing this for the girl, but he doesn't take her money. He has a soft spot for kids, animals, and women. Yeah, that need help. Yeah, anything yeah. else he'll freaking slice in half. Mm-hmm. Oh, ab- yeah, absolutely. You, you point him at his target, and he's going to do you know bad things to him. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you know that poor kid. Yeah, that was that was a great scene. Oh, that was, awesome. oh, that was a great that. scene. You know, and he's like, who the I didn't the fucking order a pizza. <laughs> yeah, and he's yeah. like, I'd be mean. He's like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, yeah, and then and like the whole thing when he goes to. You think he's gonna kill the the pizza delivery yeah. kid, and the kid's like freaking out, and he t- he turns and looks at the guy whose house he's in, yeah, and you know he's like, I I had him there for a second, didn't I? He's like, oh, you fucking totally had me. I thought you were gonna do it. Yeah, I didn't know what to do like yeah. that. And then he then he goes, you're gonna find out that I have some hard parts too. That came out wrong, or did it? Yeah, you know, oh, that oh, kiss on the cheek. I mean, that oh. <laughs> 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 and whose kitty litter did I just shit in? Yeah, get out. I don't have a cat, and whose kitty litter I shit in? Uh, just you know, everything about that was—I mean, all the side characters, all of the secondary characters were so well crafted and well written, right down to Bob. Yeah, Bob from Jacksonville. Yeah, oh, holy shit! shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that fucking that part. That was great. They they did so many wonderful things right in the middle of of sequences that that were so. Just so Deadpool. Deadpool. Well, the whole Ikea thing, too. I read uh, yesterday that Ikea was more than happy to have Deadpool rip them. Why not? They had one one role, though. You cannot make up any names. You have to use actual Ikea products. Yeah, and they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's I, I got such a kick out of that because they they are saying all these Swedish fucking names, you know, and they're like, you know, the Kishfusia, you know, like uh-huh. you, you tried the Kishfusia, but you didn't do anything with this stash booting it, you know, and it's like, well, they, oh, they my explained God. It in the article where it's like, uh, and believe us, the writers talking about it, it was perfect for the scene because you have Deadpool just freaking out, just going off and then yelling about the Rusunin. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. can make up names. Is it Basil Forte? <laughs> yeah, but no. <laughs> Christina got such a fucking kick out of watching Al trying to put together that damn you know well, dresser. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know. What <laughs> just... oh, about the baby hand? Oh, <laughs> that was fun. Well shit, dude. When that hand came up and touched her face, <laughs> she's like. Is it just me, or do you have really small hands? Yeah. It's like, it's going to feel so big. It? It's gonna, I bet it feels but big even big. leading into that scene, uh, talking about the complete transfer for from the comic to mm-hmm. the screen, is when Colossus is dragging him off, and Deadpool decides to hack off his own hand, mm-hmm. totally from the comics, mm-hmm. and leaves one finger sticking straight sticking up straight at up. him. Yeah. <laughs> yep, all caught up. Oh, my God. When they were uh, sifting through it, and he's got the unicorn in his hand, and we got him, catch him jerking off. Oh, yeah. sorry, you guys weren't supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that, that little brief uh, moment was really funny, and I also love the way the whole, the origin of his name, the Deadpool thing, is really intact, because originally, I believe it was... Um, well, it, 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 it does. Use, yeah, it does differ a little bit from the comics. No, no, I know, right, I know. Yeah. I was about to. Uh, originally, the Deadpool was what the inmates did if they if they were going to survive. That's in the comic books, but in this one, they're betting on their mercs. Well, if I remember correctly, in the comic book, it was actually the people that are running the Weapon X program. That's what I meant. 
Yeah. Oh, you said the prisoners. Oh, oh the prisoners? Well, oh, no. a, a, okay, the misconception is that Weapon X was a, is a, like a prison type thing. It's well, not. A lot of people were recruited in there. Yeah, it's, it's the part, of the Canadian, part of the Canadian uh, military program. Damn Canucks. Yeah. yeah. It's the same program that created Wolverine and Sabretooth. Right. Um, you know, so we, we have that. And then, you know, Weapon X, and there's a few other characters and stuff like that that came rolling out of there. Um, Wade, see, here's the thing. A lot of people ask me, why, why was this, you know, like, okay, if they're forcing a mutation upon him, if he's, if he's becoming mutated, then, you know, like, why did he look all fucked up? Mm-hmm. Why was his, you know, why was his skin fucked up? Well, the, what you don't know is that a lot of, they've tried to clone and they've tried to duplicate a lot of things from Wolverine. Mm-hmm. And the only time that they've been successful in doing so was X-23. Mm-hmm. That's why she's refer- She's the 23rd experiment on trying to do that. X-23, she's from, a character uh, in the comic from, books. Uh, from the movie standpoint, that was uh, Kelly Hugh? N- no, no, no. no, no. It wasn't well, that's that, okay. Lady Deathstrike, and she was totally fucking written wrong. It was, yeah. oh my oh, god. We're oh, talking Wolverine Origins. My dear god. Maybe yeah. that might be our why for April. So, they, uh, no, she's, she's a clone of Wolverine, but they had to change the chromosome in order to get it right. Like, they figured out that worked well and she has two blades that come out of her knuckles like you know or the, the back of her hand like uh, uh logan but she also has one that comes out of each foot oh, wow. so it's kind of the, yeah which i'm yeah. like ooh, that makes her extra deadly yeah. um but yeah so he's from that same program so he's his body mutates and is able to accept wolverine's you know uh healing factor but well, the consequence is, is that the it, cancer fuck, yeah, like the cancer and everything like just kind of destroys his body mm-hmm. as well. But and the so, healing factor, uh, basically, he's a, he's a giant tumor, right? Yeah. Um, so because he's a giant tumor, With but teeth. the yeah the the health, <laughs> uh, his um oh yeah the healing factor basically he's healing faster than the cancer can kill. right. Which right. Uh, you know one of the aspects they say in there, Ajax says, "I'll I'll cut him to so many pieces he won't be able you know like." The parts, have to the, grow the you. parts will have to grow you, you know, sort yeah. of thing, right? Yeah, that happens, though. Yeah. In the comic books, that happens quite frequently. Well, even in that Night of Living Deadpool, where he gets, if I remember correctly, he gets basically vaporized, and mm-hmm. the zombies take him in, and then he becomes the consciousness of all the zombies. Yeah. Wow. Uh, he's, he just, he's just kind of unanswered question with Wolverine, like, what? how much can Wolverine take before he's... You know, he can't regenerate again or something like that. Well, clearly, with Deadpool, he has no adamantium in his body, so he can fucking regenerate yeah. anytime he wants. You know, like, what is it that keeps it intact? Mm-hmm. And I think as long as there's any form of DNA around, it no. will continue to regenerate. Right. So, well, it's like even uh, in one comic book where Hulk smashed his head completely clean off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's, there's, there's one in the Ultimate Universe where Hulk tears him in half. Mm-hmm. And like just t- discards him, and he's able to regenerate from that. He uh, kind of pulls his two halves together, and they they regenerate because mm-hmm. you want to keep the adamantium in place. You know, there's that. Um, the only thing that's really worked on Wolverine, just to kind of go off the rails, hey, which is pretty typical of us. Yeah, oh, that, um, that is just a little bit. Is the to nowhere <clears throat> uh, during the World War Hulk series? Uh, Hulk's coming back to get revenge on the people, the the uh, Illuminati group the, who sent him off into space in the first place, mm-hmm. which is comprised of Stephen Strange, uh, Reed Richards, um, Professor X, um, Tony Stark. Uh, I'm trying to remember the other fucking minds. Well, anyway, um, some people. The only the only person who voted against the whole thing and was like, "No, I'm not going to condone this at all." Is Professor X. He's the only person who didn't. But nonetheless, Hulk doesn't know that, so he comes back and he's, you know, looking for revenge. So Wolverine and him get into it, and, you know, he's like, you can't fucking put me down, Banner. You can't, I don't care how strong you are, you can't put me down. I can keep cutting you, and we can do this all day long. And he goes, you know, that's the thing, Logan. You may be completely armored. I may not be able to, you know, to get through your adamantium. He goes, but 
And he pins him down to the ground and just starts punching his fucking head. And he goes, what happens to a boxer after he's taken one too many hits to the head? <laughs> and he punches him until his pupils just become so dilated they're just pins. Oh. Just pins. And he, yeah, he's just out. He's out. He couldn't, you know, he, he like basically like a vegetable sitting on the ground until his oh. healing factor kicks in <laughs> and fixes it. So. Oh, wow. And we get uh, some of that in the Deadpool movie too, like how we're just talking about Wolverine just getting pummeled. Right. And like we're talking about uh, Deadpool's hand getting cut off. Mm-hmm. And yeah. having to wait for it to grow back, and then him going, "Hey, this will make it feel huge." Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and so, then also too in the the big battle at the end where we're talking about the Chicago song, where he gets the knife in the head. Yeah, and he's just tripping balls. Oh, dude. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, Vanessa's laying there, and it's the first time they've seen each other. He hasn't. She hasn't seen his face yet, but it's the first time they they've seen each other in, Been in a the couple same of years since he left. Yeah, yeah, a couple of years. Um, since he basically bailed and tried to do this program. And then so, started stalking her. Yeah, started stalking her, but just couldn't bring himself to reveal it yeah. because it's mm-hmm. fucked up face. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a scene where he and Ajax, sorry, he and Francis are fighting on the helicarrier and it's starting to tip because Negasonic just, just, just exploded mm-hmm. and dropped the, the moorings that were holding the, the helicarrier in place. So it tips and... Uh, everything's kind of sliding off, or you know, it's right about that time they're fighting, and uh, Francis manages to get a knife into the side of Wade's head. Mm-hmm. And what happens is because his brain's in there, mm-hmm. uh, it makes him it scrambles, yeah, yeah. Kind of scrambles things up, and so everything kind of goes slow mo for him, and it starts. In the, the soundtrack we get is you know, Ch- Chicago's Your Inspiration, <laughs> which is you know, it's like. Yes, I know it's meant to be. You yeah, know, when the, the unicorn <laughs> starts kissing her. Yeah, the unicorn kisses her. Little heart comes out of her, you know, her bra, and mm-hmm. it's like, you know, doing its thing. And he makes a little camera thing, and then pokes his finger like, "We're gonna fuck." <laughs> yeah, and she's all asshole. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. <laughs> so fucking funny. Oh Get my god. The game. And yes. That's <laughs> another thing I would definitely have to point out, like the transfer from the comic books to the movies, is the expressions, even in the mask, where it's so, it could be just oh, lost. Yeah. In right. the opening sequence, where they're on the freeway, he has Francis stabbed. But then Colossus and Negasonic show up. Oh, yeah. His reaction when he notices Francis is bolted. Where he, Fucking quadruple take. He, he home alones it. And yeah. that is pulled directly from the comic. Yeah. Yes. Because you could see that in any comic, him reacting, go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Going, you fucker. That's where he breaks his... He shatters oh, his, his hands. Hand, his hand and his foot on... Colossus. Yeah. Fucking Colossus as hard as he can. Dinosaurs fear the T-Rex. Yeah. Oh my god, that had me rolling. Uh, it was so fucking Deadpool. Uh, it just was unbelievably good. You know, the... Just all shit. Yeah. Did I look at the oven? Uh, oh yeah. You know, and all, oh god. They get shot right up the ass. Oh dude, and that's, that's one of the things they don't show you in, uh, in the preview, even no. on the Red Band one. When they're showing him, it's like, before I squeeze this tight ass into this leather it's, coffin. It's, you, you, see you don't the, the, see the smoking bullet hole that's there until no. you watch the movie. Until you yeah. see the movie, it's right up the... Yeah. Right up Main Street. <laughs> yeah. Right up Main Street, yeah. It's so yeah. fucking funny. Uh, uh, they're, they're, uh, where else can we go? <laughs> I'm not sure. I mean, it's just, as far as, as, far as comic book films are concerned, mm-hmm. I think... Everybody has done a very good job in bringing superheroes to the big screen. Yeah, the thing that was, like how we were talking about earlier, uh-huh. uh, that Deadpool, and I totally agree that Deadpool is one of the best transfers ever, if the best transfer ever. Like, the only one that was closest to me was Sin City. Sin City was pretty close, but Deadpool it, yeah, it was, was pretty close. On. And Watchmen, Watchmen was actually mm-hmm. pretty close, yeah. too. And Alan Moore wrote that. 
to be an unfilmable movie. He didn't. Mm-hmm. He's a little fucking crazy. That, that you, Alan Moore's yeah. But I mean, he he, he has issues with the movie Watchmen, but appears on Simpsons. Yeah, he specifically wrote that to not be a filmable, you know, movie. Yeah, uh, which mm-hmm. Hollywood went. <laughs> Fuck you! Watch this, mm-hmm. and they Wait. did. They did a pretty damn good iteration. They changed a major point at the end of the film, with it being, uh, you know, uh, Doctor Manhattan himself instead of the alien entity or whatever. But it would have just created some confusion, yeah. and it really made Ozymandias' uh, you know, rant and all that shit at the end much better. And it, I mean, I, all in all, I really, I really, really enjoyed it. However, um, as far as it goes, though. Like I was saying, I think everybody has done a really good job in bringing Captain America, Iron Man. Mm-hmm. They've done, they fast-forwarded you into post, you know, like the, the, the golden age of comics with Captain America all the way up to modern day. Mm-hmm. And it really caught everybody up to speed in a, in a big, big way, crossing several comic series over in order to do so. Now, that was necessary for them. For Deadpool, they could just go fresh from the beginning, and mm-hmm. as long as they kept the heart and soul of the character... And just the absolute fucking insanity of the character. Not even that. It's, it's more of well, yeah, just he's, the, just, he's fucking cuckoo. We, but uh, it gives the proper origins. It's one of those movies that can be the origin movie that will start a franchise, right? And but I, I instead of having agree, to fast forward everything along, it's a game changer. It's Big an time. absolute game changer as far as, as comic book films are concerned. And a lot of critics have agreed that yeah. it's it's rewritten well, a lot it's of like rules. Well, it's like the meme that you sent me about all of the opening oh, day, or opening that's weekend That's what I was leading to, too, is like there's a several like there's a meme floating around on Facebook and everywhere where it Here, talks I'll pull about, it up and uh, rattle it off. Yeah, you right. go ahead it, it talks about it a bunch of uh, comic book movies that have been out in the past several years and their opening weekend numbers. Uh-huh. And it leads all the way down to... A picture of Deadpool doing the whole next to the fire lean, leaning across. Thing, yeah. And gives the total. He beat a lot of huge names. Uh, wow. Actually, most of the big names. Okay. Oh, yeah. So here you go. Uh, and these aren't in any particular order, but here it goes. Uh, Batman Begins opening weekend, $48 million. Opening weekend for Iron Man, $98 million. Mm-hmm. Opening weekend for Man of Steel, $116 million. Uh, Thor, $65 million. Uh, Wolverine Origins, uh, eighty-five million, which again a lot of that had to do with fans getting to see Deadpool for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, opening weekend for Spider-Man, The Amazing Spider-Man, one hundred and fourteen million. Uh, the Incredible Hulk, uh, fifty-five million. Uh, Captain America: First Avenger, sixty-five million. Deadpool, one hundred and thirty-four million dollars for a character that and that was domestic, not worldwide. Two hundred and thirty-five worldwide for a character that is not as well known. Unless you're a very diehard comic book fan, that's amazing. Well, a lot of people know roundabout Deadpool. Right, they kind of know a little bit that he's kooky and he's a killer and he's you know like those are footnotes. Aspects, yeah, those are footnotes. Well, even like uh, Friday, I went uh, Thursday night for the first showing of Deadpool and. Because I had to. I, I, I was not going to get anything spoiled oh, on no. my ass. I got to work the next day and everybody was asking me. Mind you, I was wearing my uh, Deadpool hoodie. Uh-huh. So yes. it was kind of blazing that I saw it. <laughs> and they're like, how was it? How was it? I'm like, it was awesome. I freaking loved it. And I flat out told them, and I still stick with this. If you have the type of sense of humor, you have a dark sense of humor and everything, you can go in without knowing Deadpool yeah. and still love the crowd. Oh, and, yeah, and absolutely love it. I think if you go in expecting... To see a typical superhero movie, then you're gonna be disappointed. I don't think you'll be disappointed. No, 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 I think no, you're no, gonna be pleasantly surprised. surprised if you're open-minded to it. Right. If you if you can be open, if you don't mind, you know, swearing vulgarity and yeah. 
Uh, just the know, weirdness. And Stan Lee, that poor, poor man. No. Poor man, 94, I think he was 93 when they filmed the film, you know, the movie. 93, 94 years old, having to be subjected to perfect tits on screen. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, I was telling Josh about this. I don't know what fucking strip club he was at. Because yeah. that looked, it was supposed to be like a low-end strip club. Mm-hmm. And those, those were, those, no, that, those that, were that high-end low-end strippers. Yeah, yes. those were low-end strippers. Yeah. Uh, so, anyhow, but, you know, he got to, that, that was the big cameo. Of yeah. We know Stanley's going to be in. Cramp, yeah, yeah, he's going to be in all of them. You know, of course, like they're his baby. Yes. Yeah, and, and especially uh, if he can be the strip club DJ each time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Can, yeah, oh, I love his line. Yeah, yeah you can't buy love, but you can rent it. Yes. Excelsior. There was a little bit of his yeah. Excelsior over there. Had that whole kind of demeanor to him. And, uh, <laughs> you know, they're really like I said. This is this is one of those things that if you can, if you don't mind a little vulgarity and things like that, mm-hmm. then uh, or a lot of vulgarity. Yeah, um, I was about to say there's not little. But I mean, if you if you're the kind of person who doesn't mind somebody saying fuck, which clearly if you're listening to this podcast, you don't mind somebody saying fuck, right. Uh, there will be no coitus in this film. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, but I mean, if, if you're the kind of person who, who can enjoy a movie with, you know, swearing and, and some nudity and stuff like that in it, then you're going to fucking love this movie. No, oh, exactly. You're absolutely going to love this movie. And, uh, I, this is going to be a hard one to beat when we do our end of the year wrap up for films. It, this is, it's starting out the year perfectly. Well, this one's pegged as my number one film of mm, the year. Same here. Flat out. Um, they're really gonna have to fucking wow me from here forward to to draw me away from Deadpool. So well, you know me with my original movies, and this one is they're gonna have to. There's gonna be have, there's gonna have to be something to the effect of Ex Machina to even come close to challenging this one as my as favorite movie. Anyway. Right, right. And uh, as we talked about, like the back and forth and everything of how it transfers and everything. Do you think Deadpool can transfer to the small screen in a variety program standpoint? Um, if, if that's not a segue, I don't know what is. I don't either, and uh, <laughs> because I think if we're going to answer that question, we have to go live from New York. <laughs> because uh, right now there's a petition yes. floating around online to have Deadpool, not Ryan Reynolds, but Deadpool toast uh, Saturday Night Live. Which with- I hey, he's been doing everything as Deadpool. Uh, the Ryan Reynolds interview with Hugh Jackman. Oh, that if was you, awesome. Yeah, if you don't, if you it, haven't had a chance yet, look it up. It's almost like he forgot to take the suit with him. Yes, uh, and it was fantastic. It was, fa- you know, that just, was the only thing missing from the interview was him in the suit. But he asked him about sewing the mouth shut. Yeah, and all that stuff. We get a, we have a question from uh, Blake Lively. Uh, he writes, <laughs> you yeah. know, and it was like, wait a second, I'm going for a mani pity later today too. But we know Ryan Reynolds has he hosted Saturday Night Live? I. I don't know. I'd I don't have to know. look that up. We'll have to take a peek. Yeah, but we, we talked about it too. Is, is, I think that's the answer. I was pretty certain that he has. Yeah. And we talked about if it would work to have Deadpool do it. And it was like, oh, yeah. at first we had a little bit of doubt, like saying, yeah, maybe it might be overkill. Just maybe have him do a weekend update. But then we thought about it a little bit more. Might as well, because you look at the Deadpool comic books in general and the different incarnations, different costumes he throws on just... In his everyday life, <laughs> right? I was kind of also looking at the uh, the overall state of like the well, the, the kind of sketches that you see on Saturday Night Live today. Um, it would work. 
I mean, yeah. you know, comedy sketches, him playing a regular character named Tim or Todd. Yeah. Or something but, like that. but he's dressed as, uh, you know, like a Deadpool in a business suit or something like that. Or Deadpool as a fast food worker. Oh, my God. What I'd like to see is uh, uh, Deadpool as like a Dr. Smith guy, and he's like a therapist. So, you know, uh, that would be hilarious. So here we go. SNL season 35, episode 2, Ryan Reynolds, Lady Gaga. Oh, okay. So he he's, has hosted. He's got some history with the programs, yeah. too. But Deadpool has not, so... I could see them uh, calling up Will Ferrell and Chris Kattan doing a... Uh, Scalari Brothers. The Roxbury Brothers. No, Roxbury Brothers. The Tommy Brothers. And doing that That is love. Baby, Baby don't, don't hurt, hurt me. And just having Deadpool just spaz the crap out. Yeah. <laughs> not only would he spaz out, I could actually hear him singing that song, too. Baby, don't hurt me. Now, keep this in mind, yeah. though. Keep this in mind, though. Deadpool would have to be PG thirteen, or he'd have to be pulled back. He'd have to be pulled back. But they could. I mean, you know, they bleep a lot of things. It could happen though. They've done that. But because also too, in the early history of SNL, they had a wild card on quite a few times in the early early years, as Andy Coffin was a regular guest on SNL. Mm -hmm. Right, but. Let's let's also look at the list of people who have been banned for going off and yeah. yeah. doing things. Adrian Brody, yeah, Adrian comes Brody, to the mind uh, very quickly. Yeah, uh, Cypress Hill, you know yeah. things like that. Is Kanye don't... West? Uh, he's never coming back to uh, Saturday Night Live. Just Sunday. their last week. I know he was there last week, but are they asking? Are they gonna like never have him on again? I don't know. I mean, it's, it really depends. It, it, that's a whole I other watched, story. I watched the performances, uh-huh. you know, because we just watched the, the recent one with uh, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, and. Oh my God, he's terrible. I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand the fucking draw. And it's not because I'm forty, because I'm, I'm an immature piece of shit. I, but I also, relate to a lot of the stuff, you know. My I, brother used to listen to him. I fucking hate him. Yeah, his old shit's good. Like Jesus walks and everything. Awesome. Right, but his newer New stuff, stuff is, is like. So yeah, but no, hopefully they won't have him back. Yeah, but that but that the key thing fuck also that too. Broke motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. But also too the key thing with uh, the unpredictability of like people that have been banned. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, yes, it's still Ryan Reynolds. So right. we're not going to get him going. Look at my Deadpool wiener. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> right. Which, yeah. hey, we did get a little bit of the floppy floppy action. Oh gosh, yes, yeah. we did. Which was weird because the you know the wife looked over at me, and I was like, "Are you good, <laughs> I'm all shit. <laughs> and then later the movies came on screen, and I was like, "Oh, that's a little for me." <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. There's a little bit of action in there for me too. It so. was honestly Deadpool was the best Valentine's Day movie in a long time. Oh, gave everybody everything. Oh, you know, say let's, that. let's be fair about some stuff too. Instead of just saying, "Hey, you know what? Fuck you, idiots!" for not like for complaining about how rated R the film was and how yeah. over the top it was, he did post something. Like Deadpool did post something that said, "Hey, don't take your kids. I'm a parent. If you haven't read comics, yeah. you know, like those of you that read comics know that I'm, I'm a parent. Uh-huh. Don't take your kids to see this movie. Yeah, go take like, them to see take Civil, them to Civil War next month. Yeah, yeah. Civil take War next month. See this, you know. So he gave a plug. I love that. And yeah. So there was, there's, there's quite a few things. Because I don't want you guys screwing Deadpool, up any potential sequel. Right. Yeah. Deadpool really accomplished a lot of things going into this film in showing us that in certain circumstances, there's no such thing as over-promoting a film. No. And uh, it just has to be the right niche. You have to write the, you know, find the right film in order to do so. And for Deadpool, it works. Yeah. And I guess the kind of a good way to wrap up this side of the conversation, too, is, like you said, you can't over-promote a movie, and they... Did something in this movie that not a lot of movies do successfully. I point to Matrix because they're the only ones that come to mind that did this. They promoted their sequel in the 
at the oh, end. Yes. Of <laughs> now, now, okay, that's where we'll stop and say we, you know, we, we can either do a spoiler warning, but say no. something about it. But we'll, I think we'll just leave that for you guys to. Yes, if if you, you talk about the next film because we knew it was greenlit already. I guess the I guess the best way to put it is this: if you don't know by now. To stay through the credits during a Marvel film? You'll never know. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking clueless. Uh, well, just in superhero movies in general. Marvel stayed through the credits. Don't blame her. Uh, yeah. It's not just Marvel because a lot of people have took suit to Marvel and mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of them have. But, I mean, it was great because... The immortal you know, stinger scenes. Yeah. There's, there's a wonderful, wonderful little bit at the end of it. So make sure you watch it. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Oh, man, there's going to be so many more conversations about Deadpool because we got a yeah. franchise now. <laughs> Yay! Because hopefully the studio will yes, mind, they'll, they'll mind their own fucking business and right. let them do what they need to do. And with that being said, it's time for our usual game. And we are going to pull out Chain Reaction, one of our new favorites. Woo-hoo. And I will start it out. Well, if you need a refresher, uh, basically it's like the six degrees of separation until somebody stops. So it's not really six degrees, it's uh, 30, 40, hmm? 50 maybe. Right. <laughs> So basically, I'll start it out with Ryan Reynolds was in X-Men Origins Wolverine with Liev Shriver. And I will pass it on to Nick. Oh, lordy. Okay, Liev Shriver was in Scream with David Arquette. Okay, uh, David Arquette was... Uh, oh, jeez. Oh, uh, oh, David Arquette was in uh, Ready to Rumble with Oliver Platt. Uh, Oliver Platt was in Year One with Jack Black. Oh, all right, all right. Jack Black was in King Kong with Naomi Watts. Okay, um, she was uh, Naomi Watts uh, was with Bill Murray in uh, Saint uh, Saint Vincent. Okay, uh, Bill Murray was in Groundhog's Day with Chris oh, Elliott. I thought you were gonna fucking say Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris Elliott was in something about Mary with Oh, I'll go Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz was, was with uh, Jim Carrey in The Mask. Jim Carrey was in Man on the Moon with Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti was in Win Win with Jeffrey Tambor. Jeffrey Tambor was in Hellboy with Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman was in Drive with Ryan Gosling. Choke on that. I'll go the romantic one mm-hmm. and I'll say Ryan Gosling <laughs> was in The Notebook. With Rachel McAdams. Oh, you son of a gun. Before you, before you say can you say it again? Because I'm almost fully erect. Nice. Yes. <laughs> and it wasn't editing this time. It was just it was just nice. Nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, Rachel McAdams. That's her name, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, Rachel McAdams worked with Lindsay Lohan in Mean Girls. Nice. Of all the things, I cannot believe that's the only thing I remember. Oh, you don't know this one? I'll no, no you, I know this one. I'll give you the entire okay. cast. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, I gotta go with Lindsay Lohan, though. Yeah, I gave him a little hand. Yeah. yeah. I know the cast of the uh, girls. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, okay, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. Or was that what you meant? Yeah, well, I'm, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't wanna. That's funny. I'm dumb. Forget it. Keep going. Okay. I, I didn't know if you, it was that or. <laughs> I said I'm dumb. Just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, Lindsay Lohan. For fuck's sake, Josh. I'm dumb. Keep going. <laughs> Okay, Lindsay Lohan was in... Oh, I gotta say it correctly. Oh. Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan was in Herbie Fully Loaded with uh, Michael Keaton. Okay. 
right. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, Michael Keaton was in Birdman. Okay. With Edward Norton. Thank God. Okay, God, Edward I Norton. Thank you. Edward Norton was in The Incredible Hulk with Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler was in Jersey Girl with George Carlin. <laughs> George Carlin was in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back with Mark Hamill. All right, Mark Hamill. Uh, shoot. Okay. Uh, you do need a picture? No, no, no. <laughs> Oh man, hurt you. this came up. Oh, we almost saw some on-air abuse. Like, <laughs> yeah, bitch. Notice, like, I didn't really see the fist go fully up, but I was still like, yeah, yeah, I know, he dodged. I wasn't even looking at you. I'm just like, bitch. That was now. awesome. That was I'm awesome. Like, bitch, not now. Okay. Uh, Mark Hamill was in Star Wars with uh, Harrison Ford. Okay. Okay. Harrison Ford was in Hollywood Homicide with Josh Hart. Josh Hartnett was in Pearl Harbor with... He's going to stop me. Oh, be careful with it. He will swing. That's a great point. He will swing. Th- that's only if he says something <clears throat> stupid. He's, he's in fist range. So he... <laughs> uh, okay, let's say Josh Hartnett was in Pearl Harbor. Ah, oh, hell, I'll give you these one. We'll go uh, Ben Affleck. Thank you. Okay, Ben Affleck. Um, he was in Goodwill Hunting with Matt Damon. All right, and... Matt Damon was in Elysium with Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster was in Panic Room with Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart was in Snow White and the Huntsman with uh, Charlize, uh, Charlize Theron. Cool. Uh, Charlize Theron was in Monster with Christina Ricci. Ah, oh, Christina Ricci was in Sleepy Hollow with Ian McDermott. Oh, uh, what's his name again? Ian McDermott. Ian McDermott. Uh, uh, worked with uh, 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 hold on I'm thinking of a name Ewan McGregor in uh, episode one good okay Phantom Menace Jesus Christ (laughs) I don't think Jesus was in it but I'll give you points for I don't think his name was Qui-Gon Jinn oh right not Jesus my bad my bad okay Uh, Ewan McGregor was in that's all thing. Like, there's a list going through my head right yeah, now. Yeah, uh, the same thing. That yep, happened that's to me. what happens to me. I go on yeah. and I run down all this stuff. And you McGregor was in the island with Scarlett Johansson. Yes, Scarlett Johansson was with. Uh, let's see. Let's go with Captain America, Winter Soldier, with Robert Redford. Nice. Robert Redford. Okay, Robert Redford uh, worked uh, with Dan Aykroyd in the movie Sneakers. Nice. Dan Aykroyd was in Gross Point Blank with Minnie Driver. Yes! Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Uh, Minnie Driver was with Lance Hendrickson in Tarzan. Lance Hendrickson worked with Sigourney Weaver in Aliens. Sigourney Weaver was in Paul with Simon Peck. Simon Pegg, since we're rolling with this yeah. same category. Uh, oh, oh, you're going to... I'm going to get you on this one. Oh, good, good. Was in Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. Okay. With... Ooh, who to go with here? Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. I got so well, excited I hit my... Shield. Well, that's perfect. I, I'm going to have to fold because, unfortunately, I don't have a face. Haven't seen the movie. Uh, I'll throw one out. Okay. I, Oscar Isaac was... With, uh, let's say, John Goodman in 
uh, Finding Lewin Davis. Oscar Isaac was also in Robin Hood with Russell Crowe. Nice. Yeah. And also, Oscar Isaac will be with a lot of other people coming up in X-Men, X-Men Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Yes. So, with that being said, this has been Josh. This has been Nick. And this has been Phil. Say bye. Oh, CNR. I said bye. He did it in another language, you bastard. Yeah. <laughs>